Welcome to Sunday morning, Living Light Outdoors on the microphone this morning. What a beautiful day outside it is turning out to be. I hope you have had an incredible Thanksgiving weekend. Um, mine maybe not quite so much. <laughs> our, our Thanksgiving family weekend turned into kind of a, um, a not so much. We, uh, we had too many people sick. We had too many people down with the crud and the creeping crud and could not meet as a family. Um, so we did not, we, we bypassed everything simply because we didn't want to spread whatever was we got going on around with anybody else. I'm still recovering. I feel much better today than I have throughout the weekend. Um, felt a little better after that ball game last night, too, by the way. Uh, go Pokes. Pistols firing. Um, but um, <laughs> we'll start a war already this morning. Anyway, in, in, in all of this process, you know, I, God pours things into me throughout every day. I mean, I, I've spent a lot of time in here writing. Uh, I spend a lot of time recording things and getting messages ready and 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 I, I was working on what to do today um and, and I just really feel like this message that I put together the other day speaks volumes to where we are today um especially in our society in 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 as a nation <clears throat> excuse me man my <clears throat> I'm gonna be struggling today but with with who we are as a as a world uh in in relation to Jesus Christ and to his word and to following him so I want to share with you a message that I wrote uh, just recently, not too long ago, but I titled it, The Rocks Will Cry Out. Now, this is a letter from Peter. Pete, you know, Peter's my buddy. Peter's a knucklehead. Me and Peter relate really well together. But but remember, Peter's name was Simon. Um, and, and Jesus said, you know, from here on out, we're going to call you Peter, Petra, and on this rock, I'm going to build my church. So upon upon the rock, on, on, on Petra. So... He's describing in this passage of scripture, we're going to be in 2 Peter chapter 3. Uh, we're going to be 1 through 18. So 2 Peter chapter 3, if you want to follow along. But he's talking about how to be a follower of Christ. I spend a lot of time talking about being a follower of Christ because I think it's something of high importance to us. We, we've got to understand what it means to be a follower of Christ. So 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 18. I'm going to be in the Amplified. I'm really digging it. You know that. Um, hopefully you can follow along, but second Peter chapter three, beginning with verse one says, beloved, I am now writing you this second letter in this, as in the first one, I am stirring up your untainted mind to remind you that you should remember the words spoken in the past about the future by the holy prophets and the commandment of the Lord and savior given by your apostles, his personal chosen representatives that this is this is a huge this is how he opens this letter you know i'm reminding you as i did in the first letter don't 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 forget about what was spoken in the past about the future very important and he's talking about the coming day of the lord he goes on to say first of all know without any doubt that mockers will come in the last days with their mocking following after their own human desires and saying, where is this promise of his coming? What has become of it? For ever since the fathers fell asleep in death, all things have continued exactly as they did from the beginning of creation. For they willingly forget the fact that the heavens existed long ago by the word of God and the earth was formed out of water and by water 
through which the world at the time was destroyed by being flooded with water. <clears throat> Excuse me. Peter's not referring to the creation of earth from water, but but the appearance of land masses that appeared from the water. Remember, you know, you go on to back to Genesis where you know the spirit of the Lord was hovering, you know, um, over the deep is the way it described. Everything was covered with water, but but when God called forth the water separated from the land, the land rose up out of the water that had covered the earth in the early stages of creation. This is way back there. His point is that mockers will continue to claim that things are as they have always been, and they're overlooking the fact that the status quo, as they see it, took an act of God to create in the first place. So this, the way it's always been, took an act of God for it to be the way it's always been, and God has already intervened in the history of the world once to wipe out mankind in a cataclysmic, cataclysm, good Lord, cataclysmic flood in Genesis chapter 6. So there, there's already been a, a monstrous act of things. So how can people, how can people forget these things, I guess? I mean, you know that was recorded well. You, you know there's recordings in the writings throughout the word where it talks about the flood and it talks about what happened to mankind. And, and, and Jesus himself says, you know, even as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the days of the son of man, man, that's, that's going to be rough because you know, how bad was it in the days of Noah comparatively to how bad is it today in our world? <clears throat> he goes on to say, but by his word, the present heavens and earth are being reserved for fire being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly people. Nevertheless, do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved, that the Lord one day is like a th- to the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. The Lord does not delay as though he were unable to act, and is not slow about his promise, as some count slowness, but is extraordinarily patient toward you not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. <clears throat> I think this is neat to note because um, I talk a little bit about um, when, when we get into these depths of prayer, this intercessory prayer, Jesus became our intercessor. Intercessory, when you, when you see the word intercessor, it's it's one who stands in the gap for, one who stands in the gap of. Someone who intercedes is standing in the gap for something. Uh, it could be a, a, a deep need. It could be someone's salvation. It could be a lot of different things. But the Bible describes Jesus as, as interceding for us. So he's standing between us and, our, and, and the Father. He, he's standing between us and God's wrath. He's saying, wait, wait, wait just a little bit longer, God. Just give them a little bit more time. Just, just let them have a little bit more time before, before you act. You know, give them a little bit more grace. Give him a little more time to react. Give him a little more time to hear your word. Give him a little more time to respond to your word. So he's interceding for us. And I think that's that's expressing here is in his patience uh, toward us, not wishing that any should perish, but for all to come to repentance. He goes on to talk about the new heaven and the new earth. He says, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will vanish with a mighty thunderous roar, and the material elements will be destroyed with intense heat, and the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Since all these things are to be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you be in the meantime? 
in holy behavior, that is, in a pattern of daily life that sets you apart as a believer, and in godliness displaying profound reverence toward our awesome God while you earnestly look for and wait and await the coming of the day of the Lord. What kind of people should we be? Maybe maybe things aren't progressing the way we think they should. You know, we've seen a lot of that in this last year, especially. <laughs> Been a lot of hopings and wonderings and when's it going to happen and is it going to happen and what's coming next? And man, I mean, are we just doomed where we are or is there something coming? Well, we know there's something coming. How we get there is really not up to us. The Bible tells us that we are to endure to the end. We are to overcome all things that are put in front of us until the end. And and then, and then our time will come. <clears throat> so keep this in mind that, that our behavior in the process is to be holy. We're, we're to stand our ground. We're to continue in our faith. We're to continue to pursue God in all things at all times, not letting anything waver us. Don't let the enemy take away from you what God's trying to bless you with because you get frustrated or confounded in, in your thinking. Don't let anything stop you from pursuing the very heart of God because technically that's the only thing that matters. Yes, we're, we're human and our human nature really does want peace while we're here. We might not have a whole lot of peace. Our only peace is going to come in our relationship with Jesus Christ. For on this day, the heavens will be destroyed by burning and the material elements will melt with intense heat. But in accordance with his promise, we are expectantly await new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. So beloved, since you are looking forward to these things, be diligent and make every effort to be found by him at his return, spotless and blameless in peace that is inwardly calm with a sense of spiritual well-being and confidence, having lived a life of obedience to him. Man, that's a mouthful right there. Since you're looking forward to these things, be diligent and make every effort to be found by him at his return, spotless and blameless, in peace, inwardly calm with a sense of spiritual well-being and confidence, and having lived a life of obedience to him and his word. That there's a key element right there. We have got to be obedient to him and his word and consider the patience of our Lord, his delay in judging and avenging wrongs as salvation. That is allowing time for more to be saved. Just as our beloved brother, Paul also wrote to you, according to the wisdom given to him by God, speaking about these things as he does in all of his letters. Paul writes all these letters the same way too, in which there are some things that are difficult to understand, which the untaught and the unstable who have fallen into error twist and misinterpret, just as they do the rest of the scriptures to their own destruction. Listen, there's a lot of twisting and misinterpreting of scripture going on today. Be very diligent in your ways with the Lord. Be very diligent in your seeking God. Test everything spoken to you. It's got to line up with the word of God. It's got to come directly from the word of God. There's a lot of, there's a lot of twisting going on out there today. Don't get caught in that. Test the word, test it in your own spirit, weigh it in your spirit. If, if something doesn't feel right, go study it out. 
If, if you struggle studying it out, find someone you trust who you believe to be an obedient servant of the Most High and have them help you sort that out. But come to a sense of peace in your heart with his word. He goes on to say, therefore, I love this, because of this, let me warn you, beloved, knowing these things beforehand, be on your guard so that you are not carried away by the error of unprincipled men who distort doctrine and fall from your own steadfastness of mind, knowledge, truth, and faith, but grow spiritually mature in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory, honor, majesty, splendor, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Be warned. D- don't, don't, don't fall prey to someone, to, to mankind's misinterpretation of God's word. You, you got to understand this. This is something I think is very huge. It, it tells us to weigh everything. To don't, don't, don't let anyone distort the doctrine that, that takes you away from your steadfastness, your, your, your peace of mind of who you think you are in Christ, your knowledge of truth and faith. Grow spiritually mature. Seek the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit becomes our guide. He becomes our power. He becomes our boldness. We've got to have the Holy Spirit alive and active in our hearts and in our life today. As followers of Christ, we must be fully active. Remain steadfast. Don't be misled and don't fall for the traps that the enemy lays. Seek the Lord with all your heart. Live obediently to his word. You know, and, and I'm telling you, this is where things must hit the, 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 the rubber hits the road here. You get in the word. Don't, don't take some man's knowledge of God's word. You find it. You find your answers. You, you, you're struggling with an area of your life. Get in the word. How, how does, how does the, the word say to you about your particular issue or thing that you're struggling with? That, that's being obedient to his word. When it lines up with your heart and God's word, if you feel conviction, fix it. If you feel at peace with his word, according to whatever struggle or issue you're going through, walk in it. Follow him. And that's all, that all ties to obedience. Follow him. If we don't worship him, the rocks will cry out. I love Luke chapter 19. This is something you can just kind of get into for some homework. <coughs> Excuse me. You can do this on your own. Luke chapter 19 is is really pretty powerful piece of scripture. You, you can go through the whole thing. What I'm going to point to you right now is Luke chapter 19, verse 39 and 40. Now, this is telling the story of when the the triumphal entry the story of the triumphal entry of Jesus coming into Jerusalem and everyone's praising the Lord. I mean, you know, they got the palm branches, you know, we, we use this as Palm Sunday, right around Easter time, all that stuff. So they're praising the Lord. The Pharisees rebuke the, the disciples. They actually rebuke Jesus. And they, the Pharisees tell Jesus, Hey, you know, rebuke your disciples for, for shouting praise. And Jesus replied, <clears throat> I love his reply. Sorry. I tell you, if these people keep silent, the stones will cry out in praise. You understand what he's saying? If we don't stand for him, even the rocks are going to cry out. This is our time. Don't miss our time to repent. That The rest of that passage of scripture literally gives 
a barrage towards the Israel people, God's own people saying, look, man, you missed it. And because you missed it, you're going to suffer great things. And we're seeing that. We're seeing that unfold before our own eyes. But he's, this warnings for us as well. Don't miss who Jesus is to you. Because if you do, even the rocks are going to cry out. If, if we don't praise him, if we don't follow him, if we're not obedient to him, even the rocks will cry out for him. We're, we're going to miss out and we're going to suffer for it. Spend some time in the word. Get in his word. Test his word. Test me. Man, don't take my word for nothing. I mean, I, I can I can be just as, as human as anyone else. <clears throat> I, mean, I pray I never intentionally mislead anyone. But there's times that, that maybe I missed something. Maybe I misquote something. Test it. Don't, don't just take my word for something. Make sure your heart feels right when you read the word about anything that I even say. Test everyone. That, 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 that you know that God is speaking to you whole truth and that you're digging into his word <clears throat> to, to solidify that, to prove that. Because as you do so, you become spiritually mature. You become spiritually strong. You become an anchor to someone else during this time, amen? That's who we're supposed to be. Don't let the rocks cry out. You be the one praising God. You be the one leading others into that throne room of worship. That's who we are today, amen? Love you. God bless you guys. Thank you for putting up with me today. <clears throat> My struggle's going on here. I pray that you have an incredible Sunday. I, I, I pray this brings a close to your, your Thanksgiving week. Be thankful. Be thankful for all that God has done for us, all that he continues to do for us, especially in the day that we are in. Cry out to him today. Don't miss an opportunity to be a servant unto him. Get close. We can't not be close to him right now. We have got to be in his presence. We need his presence. We need his presence surrounding us. In his presence is where we belong. Amen. It's in his presence that he brings healing. It's in his presence that he brings wholeness. It's in his presence that miracles happen. Let God surround you today. Amen. If you're struggling with your life today, reach out. Let me pray for you. Know that God loves you. Know that he cares for you. You're not alone in, our, in, our, in your trial and your struggle. We all are fighting some huge battles today. Most of us don't have any idea what someone else is fighting. We, we, we tend to put on uh, good disguises and good smiles to cover our hurts. But listen, there's a lot of people around us today who are hurting. Pray for someone today. Open up your heart to God and let him pour into you healing because he loves you. Amen. I love you. Rhonda and I love you. We thank you for your support. We thank you for walking with us on this journey. Thank you for partnering with us on this journey. Man, if you can support us financially, we would love to have you on board with us. All the proceeds right now are going into other foreign missions, local missions, state missions, supporting us as, as we travel and do the things that God is calling us to do. We're, we're on an increase. We're doing more and more every day. Uh, would love to be more into a full-time status with this. We, we're already full-time in it. We're just not making an income from it. But just pray with us that God provides provision for us that he continues to provide provision so that his word comes forth and that we we continue to do what he's calling us to do in obedience to him. Amen. We love you. God bless you guys. Thank you for following along. If you're not following the podcast, you need to get in on the podcast. You can look at any podcast search, uh, Living Loud Outdoors or Buster Holzer. You should be able to find us on there. 
get in on the podcast. There's lots of things that go on on there that don't go on on here. I do something every single day on that podcast platform. So there's messages going out every day. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk to you again real soon.